This was the moment that shocked wrestling fans everywhere. It was at Backlash on May the 21st, 2017, when Jinder Mahal pinned Randy Orton to win the WWE Championship. It was a shock, considering Mahal had first appeared on WWE TV back in 2010 and had never won any other championship in the company. In fact, for much of Mahal's time in WWE, he'd been a mid-carder at best and even treated as a joke when he was made to team up with Drew McIntyre and Heath Slater to form the three-man band, and then he was released from his contract in 2014. Mahal would return to WWE in 2016, where his ascent to the main event would rapidly begin. So why was Jinder Mahal's one and only WWE title reign considered to be a huge error? And in hindsight, was it really that bad? Canadian-born Mahal first entered WWE in 2010 via Florida Championship Wrestling, the feeder system at the time, and within a year, he was on SmackDown and getting in the grill of the great Carly. Mahal was quickly sent back down to developmental when it was rebranded to NXT in 2012. He went on a winning streak that culminated in him reaching the finals of the Gold Rush tournament to crown the first NXT champion. He was beaten by Seth Rollins in that match and then came the most infamous time in his first run with the company. In September 2012, Jinder Mahal, Heath Slater and Drew McIntyre formed an alliance and so the three-man band was formed. The team were an air guitar playing headbanging group of comedy rock star wannabe losers and were presented as total jobbers. They were literally bottom of the ladder fodder that fans assumed wouldn't be around for too long. The team were actually active for around a year and a half and they were jobbed out like chumps to everyone from Tommy Dreamer to Triple H. By June 2014, Mahal was released from his contract. Fans questioned why Mahal was rehired in the first place in 2016 when he went on to lose to the likes of Neville, Darren Young, Enzo and Cass, proving that at this time, WWE had no plans to push him as a main eventer. So when Mahal won a six-pack challenge on SmackDown in April 2017 to become the number one contender to Randy Orton's WWE Championship, it seemingly came out of nowhere. Make no mistake, Randy Orton's WWE title reign in 2017 had been absolutely trash up until that point, the low light being a ridiculous House of Horrors match against Bray Wyatt, but nobody expected Mahal to be the one to relieve Orton of the belt a backlash. But when Mahal did, this would be Mahal's first ever championship in the company. It was clear since his return that Mahal hadn't improved in the ring at all and at a time when the wrestling on WWE TV was excellent, he just didn't cut it. Mahal's boring, methodical pace of wrestling was tiresome to watch. Mahal was the same wrestler, just with a better physique. While it was obvious that Mahal was below average between the ropes, it was also easy to see that he sucked on the microphone too. His promos droned on and on, and it was turning fans off. I mean, it was literally making fans turn away from the product. Some SmackDown shows sank to less than 4,000 paying fans in attendance during his time as champion. While Mahal's WWE title win seemed to come out of the blue, it quickly emerged that a cynical marketing ploy may have been at play. Vince McMahon apparently wanted a piece of India's 1.3, 
billion people. WWE had reportedly seen a huge spike in the number of its social media views, and when they took a look at their YouTube analytics, it was evident that a huge quantity of those views were coming from India. It seems that putting the belt on Mahal was a way to appeal to those fans. Why then was he portraying a heel character? That WWE didn't have the foresight to book Mahal as anything other than the usual foreign heel stereotype is baffling. Dave Meltzer confirmed WWE's intentions to market to the Indian population back in 2017. He said, It's all about the ability to merchandise him in India. WWE has a ton of television viewers in India, but they're not making as much money as they want to. WWE's social media numbers are bigger in India than they are anywhere else, but they don't make a ton of money off merchandise or WWE network subscriptions there. Putting the title on Jinder Mahal is an attempt to wring more money out of India. Mahal's title reign coincided with WWE launching an Indian merchandise store and then they started to upload videos dubbed in Hindi. WWE also announced a two-night super show in India for December 2017 with the hope of a double sellout. Mahal's WWE title push was just one part of the company's initiative to exploit the Indian market. Ticket sales for the two-night show were slow, far slower than expected, and they soon announced that they were going to cancel one of the events, leaving it to be just a one-night show. WWE quickly learned that expanding in emerging markets isn't the same as trying to expand in Europe, for example. In an interview, Sanjay Dutt explained, I think the big problem that's going to happen in India is getting this fan base to spend their dollars. It's an emerging economy. The middle class is growing more than ever, but to rework their brains to think they have to pay for this entertainment that's not Bollywood and that's not cricket, that's going to be a tough sell. When the main event of the show in New Delhi came around, it was booked as Triple H versus Jinder Mahal, and Triple H defeated him emphatically, putting a full stop on the end of his push. Mahal had actually lost the championship to the more deserving AJ Styles a month before in November. WWE had already lost faith in the India project long before they arrived in the country. But let's rewind for a moment. Mahal did hold the championship for six long months after all. So what did the reign actually consist of? Well, the feud with Randy Orton continued, unfortunately, with the ridiculous Punjabi prison match at Battleground. Mahal had a boring feud with Shinsuke Nakamura that culminated in a crap match at SummerSlam, and he even managed to have a disappointing match against AJ Styles. When Baron Corbin tried to cash his Money in the Bank contract against Mahal for the title in August, fans genuinely were rooting for Corbin to win. Imagine that, people wanting Corbin to be the champion over Mahal. Sadly, it wasn't to be. Even John Cena's dad weighed in with his opinion on Mahal's title reign. I don't think he's a good champion. I don't think he's a worthy champion. I don't think he's the man for the job. In the same month, Bleacher Report wrote, The Mahal experiment hasn't worked. It's simply not fun to watch the Maharaja reigning. He's a career-long bench player being asked to be the star of the team and he hasn't shown that he can cope. Thankfully, they only had to wait until November the 7th when AJ Styles ended Mahal's 170-day reign as WWE Champion. 
I as a fan frequently look back on hard times in wrestling with a renewed sense of perspective. I even look at JBL's title reign with rose-tinted glasses and can enjoy it for what it was. Unfortunately, I can't say the same about Jinder Mahal's 2017 run at the top. The only positives that I can really take away from the debacle are that he looked the part. He certainly carried himself like a champion. But that's it. His personal shortcomings as a wrestler, both in the ring and on the microphone, combined with poor booking choices and the cynical backdrop of WWE's intended expansion into India, really mean that Jinder Mahal's WWE Championship reign was really that bad.